Well, hello again. You know when you read a book or watch a film, there are many things that are happening at the same time, but they're happening in different places. And the phrase often used to introduce these simultaneous events is, meanwhile, back at the ranch. And this is so that we can understand the relevance on what has been happening when it all comes together towards the end. So this morning, let's leave Paul, who is a new believer, who has left Damascus, he spent time in Arabia, returned to Damascus, sometime during this period he has spent 15 days in Jerusalem, he's travelled to Syria and Cilicia, and these are both Gentile countries, and as he's travelled, he would have been sharing the good news of Jesus wherever he went. Now, while that's all going on, we come to our meanwhile back at the ranch moment. Because meanwhile, back in Judea, Acts chapter 1 says this, the apostles and believers throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had received the word of God. You see, the Jews who had become Christians, they thought that Jesus had died only for them and not for the Gentiles. And even the Apostle Peter had to be reminded about, about what Jesus had said to them about the good news of Jesus being for the whole world. And at first, the believers in Jerusalem couldn't understand why Gentiles had begun to follow Jesus. And Peter, after he accepted the fact that the gospel was also for the Gentiles, had to go and explain it to the believers who were in Jerusalem and Judea. So Acts chapter 11, 15 to 18 tells us this. This is Peter. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them. And as he had come on us at the beginning, then I remembered what the Lord had said. John baptized with water but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave them the same gift, he gave us who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was, who, who was I to think that I would stand in God's way? And when they heard this, they had no further objections and praised God, saying, So then, even the Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. Now, as I said, all this was happening while Paul, the new believer, is being prepared for the work that the Lord has chosen him to do. And how was the Lord preparing him? Well, we've already looked at it. By being chased out of Damascus because he spoke about Jesus, living alone in the desert in Arabia, and being mistrusted and feared by the believers in Jerusalem, and then having to travel around at least two Gentile countries. And while he's doing that, probably wondering what was happening to him, maybe even asking, why is this happening to me? And what will my future be? You know, none of this is coincidence. These are real events happening in real time. And both Peter and Paul are being led by the Lord. And later... Paul would say this in his letter to the church at Ephesus. And this is Ephesus chapter 3, verse 6. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together in one body, 
and share us together in the promise in Jesus Christ. There's a, a words of a hymn. It's a, probably a well-known hymn, and it's by William Cowper. And I'll just read the words as we consider them this morning in the light of what we've been looking at in the life of Paul and in the life of Peter. This is the hymn. God moves in a mysterious way, his wonders to perform. He plants his footsteps in the sea and rides upon the storm. Deep in unfathomable minds of never-failing skill, he treasures up his bright designs and works his sovereign will. Ye fearful saints, fresh courage take. The clouds you so much dread are big with mercy and shall break in blessings on your head. Judge not the Lord by feeble sense, but trust him by his grace. Behind a frowning providence he hides a smiling face. His purpose will ripen fast, unfolding every hour. The bud may have a bitter taste, but sweet will be the flower. Blind unbelief is sure to err, and scan his work in vain. God is his own interpreter, and he will make it plain. And we're going to see how these things work out for Paul and for Peter. So we have more, meanwhile, back at the ranch moments. So watch this space. Let's just pray together. Our Father, again, we thank you for your word, and we ask that you help us to understand how these things were happening. They were not coincidence. It was you being at work in the lives of men who you had chosen to do the work of the gospel. And our Father, we thank you that even today that work is still going on through the lives of men and women and boys and girls. And we thank you for the fact that we can be involved in this. And our Father, we just pray that you will lead us and guide us and continue to show us the direction you would have us go as we travel. And we just would ask that in the times when we don't understand these things, that we will just trust that you are in control, and it is by the will of God. And we bring these things to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thanks again for letting me spend this short time with you, and uh, God willing, we'll have another look at uh, the life of Paul and of Peter, and see what we can learn in the meantime. Take care. God bless. Bye now.